So this week on Hot Girl Torah, we're teaming up with BBYO Table Talk at International Convention 2024 to discuss what it's like being a Jewish teen, their relationships with Torah and Judaism, and meeting them where they're at. I'm Madison Landau from GJHR Central. And I'm Stella Muzzin from NRE DC Council, and we're so excited to be here with... Hi, Emily Klodny from Hot Girl Torah. And I'm Dara Malotsky, also from Hot Girl Torah. We are so excited to be here with y'all for our second annual Hot Girl Torah X BBYO Table Talk. I'm excited to be back and doing it again. Yeah. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. repeat. Madison like might as well just be a, a permanent host of Hot Girl Torah <laughs> at this point. I would love. This is my first time, but so many people that I know listen to the podcast. I'm so excited to go home and tell people that I was on it. I'm so excited. Stella, you're going to be a celeb. Madison's already a celeb. <laughs> um, we're, me and Emily are really excited to be here. We like work the convention as you know, BBYO professional staff as well, and hot girl tourist celebrities on the side. Um, you but seriously are a celebrity, bro. <laughs> <laughs> But this is like, I, it's it's nice to be able to step away, you know, and do this. This is awesome. I think my favorite part of being at convention is being able to chat with the teens and get to know you guys and um, experience the convention through y'all's eyes. Like, we are backstage and behind the scenes pretty much 100% of the time. So mm-hmm. really being able to talk with you guys and say hi to the teens and just be like, oh, my God, love your Shabbat outfit. Like, that's my favorite part of convention. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've loved just, like, meeting people in general at convention. It's been so fun. It's great. We, I mean, I think that we love doing this because this is, like, as professional as it gets for us. Um, (laughs) We record our episodes on Zoom and then pull the audio from that recording. So this is, it's one of our, like, favorite opportunities to take advantage of to do this with y'all. It's a fun thing to do for sure. Yeah, I mean, since when I got here and started recording the podcasting, I was like, the professional equipment is like so fun. I just love being able to be a part of it. It's such a cool environment to be I, in. I know, when when Emily makes her way to Washington, D.C., dot, 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 eyes emoji, <laughs> we're, we'll get like a studio. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> And definitely. record. Um, so what do you guys do on Press Corps? So um, can you tell us a little bit about what Press Corps is and what your role is yeah. on the team? So BBY's Press Corps is an international newsletter. It's called The Shofar. Um, there's a lot of teams within Press Corps. So there's, like, the social media team. Um, the Help me out. There's, like, social media, journalism. Like, we basically Spotify. are on We're basically on every platform. I mean, it's really awesome because we all get to serve in a ton of different roles throughout the years. Like, since I've joined BBYO, I've been on the TikTok team, the Snapchat team, um, I'm doing the podcast right now, and then I'm in one of the editor-in-chiefs for the shofar, so it's really fun, and it's just a good way to like really get our message out there and express ourselves through platforms that we're so used to using. Yeah, I currently am serving as the like lead of Table Talk with BBYO Insider, so I help cultivate and like create the podcasts that are going on to all the platforms that you listen to them on to. Yeah. Um, Madison and Stella, what years are you guys in high school? I'm currently a senior. Yeah, and I'm a junior. Awesome. Do you guys want to do, like, journalism professionally? I'm planning on going into advertising, and then I want to minor in Jewish studies and eventually go into, like, the nonprofit world and (laughs) come back to here. (laughs) Yeah, I want to go into journalism. That's, like, my area of interest for sure. Um, I don't know if that's going to involve, like, 
television like podcast stuff or like just like paper journalism we'll see but yeah definitely that's exciting that mention of a minor in jewish studies piqued our interest (laughs) uh, we were both jewish studies majors how did you guys Um, get into that after high school like what made you want to do that great question i found that my jewish studies classes in my first semester my freshman year of college were the ones that i felt excited to do the homework for, which sounds ridiculous because how often are you excited to do homework? But (laughs) I just found the classes thought provoking and they came easily, not in the sense that the content was not profound or interesting to me at all, but it came easily because I felt like I already had an excellent skill set to be able to analyze, make comments about, um, think about have conversations about like Jewish studies content um and so I ran with it and that's awesome ever since it has worked out pretty well I would say one of my favorite things that you say EK is that you feel like it it came easy to you yeah like and I I feel the same way um that the the, the Judaic study stuff came really easy. One of my favorite courses that I took in undergrad was rabbinic thought and literature, where we literally like read um, like all the different rabbinical commentary on the Torah, and like you learn the different uh, sort of styles that they use to like interpret the laws of the Torah. Um, and I just found myself like really getting it. Like I really understood what they were saying, and it really helped me have a really well-rounded understanding of like why we do the things that we do and like how Judaism went from a religion that was started like thousands and thousands of years ago and how it's evolved over time to become what it is now and um, how transitioning and learning to to work with the things around you is so core to Judaism. Like the religion that was started in the Torah is not the religion we practice now and that's like so essential to how we practice Judaism. I originally, like, moved to Washington, D.C. and went to George Washington to do political science. Um, But what I really liked about political science, truthfully, was standing in front of a crowd of people and speaking my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Don't we all? Yeah. I mean, coming from the D.C. area, like, political science is the most popular major every single year. Everybody is always, like, talking politics. But so many people will go into college majoring in political science and come out and they're like, yeah, like, I have a ma- I majored in psychology. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. So it was like, I had to figure out what it was I actually wanted to do. And then my senior year, I went on a trip called the March of the Living, um, which is a two-week trip to Poland and Israel. And I sort of was like, no, I'm, I'm doing Judaic studies. Like, this is what I love. And when I went to college, I, my first semester, I took a handful of the Judaic studies courses at GW. And I was like, this, this is it. Um, and it's it's crazy because like both of us sort of have jobs that are jewish but they're not like we're not like rabbis (laughs) right like we don't we don't do jewish content Mm -hmm. in that way but everything that we do in our roles at bbyo is inherently jewish um and guided by jewish values i would also say one of my favorite things about jewish studies is that it is like we we i am studying and Dara studied our lives. Like, this is extremely relevant. One of my favorite classes, I've talked about it on an episode before, was American Jewish Life and Culture, 
where we talked about like the summer camp phenomenon and the youth group phenomenon and um, things like that that are part of our lives. Um, but it's really fun to examine them from an academic perspective. I mean, just at like my school, like my, I go to a Jewish day school, but like the Judaic requirements, like when you first get in, you're like, oh, the, like why do I have to take all these extra classes? But just taking them is so interesting. Like I've taken, I've, like the classes that you guys talked about, I, I've kind of taken more um, like simpler versions of those things, like talking about why we keep certain like mitzvot and like why we do certain things and like what our customs are, where they actually come from. So interesting. I feel like it really ha- has helped me connect a lot. Absolutely. I love what you were both saying about how easy like those classes came to you and it probably has something to do with the fact that you grew up in environments with BBYO and like being around Judaism. But I'm wondering for teens who don't have that simple connection to Torah, how do you recommend that they can begin to get a connection? Like a few weeks ago, I went to Northern Region East Regional Convention um, and I was working with two teens to plan a service, like a Shabbat service. And we basically, I I coached them. I was like, let's just go through all the prayers and, like, bring them to their core. Like, what are they about? Um, One of, like, so one of the prayers, like, at its core is sort of, like, getting ready to pray. And what I said to the girls is, like, okay, outside of, like, the prayer being, like, the getting ready to prayer, like, it's, like, your prereq prayer. Like, what is it about getting ready that's Jewish? So, like, think about when you're, like, getting ready to go out with your friends or getting ready to, like, you know, meet someone somewhere, like that reflection period that you do, like how can you bring Judaism into that or what is Jewish about that sort of experience? Um, so I had the girls reflect on that moment that you like, you know, if you're getting ready to go out, you like get, you're getting ready with your friends. That's like the time where you're like having sisterhood and you're having bonds, especially if you're like going out with Jewish girls, like something so simple like that, like that is a, like, that's a prayer. Like there's a prayer yeah. for like <laughs> getting ready. Um, and like the, the concept of, getting yourself ready to do something else like that is a Jewish concept and like that's a concept that like is found in the Torah it's really I think boiled down it's the the values and the concepts that Jews are taught can be connected to like so many other things I agree I while you were talking about getting ready I was thinking about all the things that we do to get ready to eat in Judaism like wash our hands, especially on Shabbat. I mean, I'm thinking about last night at dinner. We said the prayer over the challah. Then we washed our hands and said that prayer. Then we were ready to eat. Well, and it gets even, like, crazier when you get to Pesach or Passover Seder. It's like, yeah. Absolutely. There are so many things that we are doing before we, like, do the actual thing um, in reflecting on something that is, like, part of our daily life you can find like the Judaism in it. I know that doesn't really answer your question about connecting to Torah. Um, I think going off of that, there, there's something about how we like we have these traditions and these things that we do every day. Even when we sat down for dinner last night, my table sat down and we were like, oh, we'll definitely be roasted chicken. And it was roasted chicken. <laughs> yeah. so there, there's something about even like, you know, it doesn't say eat roasted chicken for dinner in, in the Torah, but there's something about you know, a whole bunch of Jews from a whole bunch of different places sit down for a Shabbat dinner and know what's coming. There's another connection within that, even though it's not, like, inscribed anywhere. Yeah, like, going off of what Madison was saying, like, we just, we ha- we all have so many different things that we connect on. I mean, last night I was at, um, like, a separate program, which is, like, one of the more meaningful programs that we do at I- at International Convention. And 
um, part of it, they just really talked about how, like, although we're all living in such different areas, we all are experiencing the same things, whether that's, like, anti-Semitism or whether that's just, like, our weekly Shabbat dinners or our BBYO programs that we go to. It's so similar, and, like, we really, it's so nice that we can expect those things, like how Madison said with the chicken, or (laughs) even smaller things, like, um, just like Jewish I mean Jewish geography is like such a big thing here like everybody I go up to I have I'm like it's like I can connect to them through like a a couple mutual friends and it's so nice that we can even just expect to have that I mean turning the question back to you guys like you know we coach you guys so much on like recruitment like recruitment (laughs) strategies like what are ways that like how do you guys bring teens into the organization who don't necessarily have like a strong Jewish connection Two summers ago before I went on Perlman, which is BBYO's premier leadership summer program. So there's the International Leadership Training Conference. And then the second half is the International Collab, which is like finding your Jewish self. I went into that with very little connection to like anything Jewish besides the very cultural aspects that a lot of people can feel connected to. Being there with so many different teens who like come from all these different Jewish walks of life, I was able to pick up on some of their traditions too, which was sort of fun. So I think like coming into BBYO, maybe not feeling super connected to your Judaism is normal, especially because it is such a pluralistic organization that values like all types, all, all types of Jewish. I think something really special about Judaism, um, especially in comparison to other like prominent religions, is that Judaism was originated as a community first and a religion second. And I think that that um, is a lot of people's connection point. Um, when I talk to teens, a lot of it is like, what do you value about Judaism? It's like community, my friends, being around other Jews, Jewish geography. And like, as silly as it seems, that is like a vital aspect to Judaism. Um, like even the concept of like a minyan, like you can't even pray unless you have a, a strong enough group of people to do it with. Um, and I think that that is, you know, for a teen who might not have such a strong connection to Judaism, like that is what BBYO does to them. It brings them into the community um, and it gives them an opportunity to like share in the culture that like they may or may not have already a strong connection to. I absolutely agree with that. And like going off of what you were just saying, my friends in BBYO, like not one of us practice our Judaism the same way. And like, they're still some of my best friends. And it's just such a cool way to be in this community that we all respect each other and like our practices. And we like to learn about each other's practices as well. Yeah. And like going back to that community piece, I think that's something that has helped keep me really connected is just being able to um, have those connections with people that I don't even know that well. And I mean, unrelated to like how Madison said like we all practice differently and that's something that's like so special is that we can all be here together and still practice different but especially in BBYO because it's pluralistic like we're all coming from completely different walks of life there's people here who are Shomer Shabbat there's people here who have never like heard Kiddush said on Shabbat so we're getting both sides and it's really interesting. Madison and Stella I would love for the two of you to share a little bit about um, your like Jewish lifestyle, like what, you know, EK and I always are, you know, we live the hawk girl Torah lifestyle, which means that we're not necessarily like abiding to every single law that's in the Torah, but we live our lives through the lens and values that Judaism provides to us. Um, And, you know, we have the academic background to be able to answer to some of those things, but thinking about your lives as Jews, what are some ways that Judaism... Uh, affects the day-to-day lives that the two of you live? 
I mean, there's just some small things that, like, help keep me really connected. Like, even I'm kind of the same way where I don't maybe necessarily abide by every single small law in the Torah, but just, like, letting the rules kind of, or the not the rules, but the, like, let it, letting the Torah guide me through um, my choices, who I'm friends with, who I hang around, and just letting, like, the, specifically, like, the stories or, like, even just seeing how people interact in the Torah and letting that guide my social interactions a little bit uh, is really helpful to me. Yeah, going off of that, like a lot of the Jewish teachings are like be kind to others, repair the world, and those are things that I live by. I never want to like go out and deliberately hurt someone. I want to make sure people feel good and included. And I want to make sure the world's like a great place, which is another reason like anti-Semitism is really important for me to fight. It's making the world a better place for Jewish people. So. Torah teachings, I think, can also be interpreted in so many different ways. So one may see repairing the world as, like, planting a tree, and I see it a different way. But I think that that just shows how powerful Judaism can be. And I think, like, recently speaking, like, I mean, I think me for me and I think a lot of other people, after October 7th, it has become, like, a lot. Um, I've become a lot more connected because of feeling like our community is kind of as one. And we've talked about that a lot um, at at the meetings here where we have everybody together and just seeing how we all can um, connect on that basis of like Israel. And that has definitely been something that's guided me back to like closer to Judaism, like closer to prayer. It made me start praying. Like I pray now like twice a week. I used to almost never pray. So that has really helped me a lot. Stella, I'd love to, for you to talk a little bit more about, you said that Judaism sort of guides like who you're friends with or like how you build relationships with people. Um, if you could tell us more about that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like through, I think throughout the Torah, there's just a lot of guidance on how you, how you pick and choose your friends. And I think that when I was younger, I kind of always used to look at it as, oh, I should only have Jewish friends. But as I'm getting older, I'm realizing that that's not the guidance that the Torah gives at all. I mean, if you look in the Torah, there's so many instances of, like, important characters be having close friends. Like, Joseph, for instance, like, has so many, like, close um, friends or people in his story who are not Jewish. And just looking into how I can d- distinguish between who's somebody who's going to, like, have a positive benefit in my life. So, like, people who have those, those qualities of, like, being morally correct, like, no, just relating back to their morals no matter what religion they come from or culture they come from and that's something that I've been looking into a lot more recently of like the people who I hang around I think that that relates a lot of one of BBYO's core values to interfaith relations you don't just want a one-sided view on the world you want to be able to like be with people from all walks of life and be able to have meaningful and impactful conversations so I really love that you said that I mean look at Moses he was in an interfaith relationship <laughs> <laughs> It's true. <laughs> and I feel like sometimes we forgot to, we, we forget to talk about those things. Like there's so many uh, non-Jewish people in the Torah who are so important. And there's a lot that we can learn from those characters in the Torah and, and from the Jewish characters. And just examining those relationships is really important. I was thinking about like little, as we were talking about like little things and little part of parts of our lives that may not be explicitly Jewish, but are still really meaningful to us. I, um, when I started school this year and moved into my house for senior year, decided to put a mezuzah on my bedroom door. Um, and that has been something small, but like really meaningful to me that I just look at it and see it every time I go in or out of 
my room and I feel like it really sets me up to for wherever I'm going or where, whatever I'm doing to go into it with the mindset of like, okay, I saw the mezuzah. I'm thinking about like my Judaism and my Jewish values in whatever I do. And as I'm getting ready, as we were speaking about getting ready to go and walk out of my room and go to class or go to lunch or anything, um, it's always in my mind. So I'm wondering if you guys have anything small like that in your lives that tends to remind you about your Judaism. Madison, I see you're excited yeah, about this. Yeah, I, I, um, <laughs> I love my Jewish jewelry. You'll oh never God, see me without, like, say. with love my that. classic Israel Hamsa. I wear my Hebrew nameplate. I normally have, like, a ring with a Shema on it. I have a ring that's supposed yeah. to look like the wall. Um, I feel like when I look down and I see these things on me, it just makes me feel like I'm surrounded by my Judaism. And I love that. It makes me just happy. Yeah, I mean, just going off of that, like, obviously the podcast is called Hot Girl Torah, and I feel like my jewelry is such, like, a, is in relation to that, because I love my jewelry from Israel or from wherever, like, I have also a Shema ring, it's just funny that we're, I always wear it every day, and today's the one day I'm not wearing it, but I have, like, a Shema ring, a Star of David ring, so I wear those every day, and just small things like that, looking down at my hands, like, reminds me where I came from, where I'm going, you know. The concept of like like the mezuzah has the shema inside of it, and the sh- I also have a shema ring that I'm wearing <laughs> right now, and I have a funny story to share about that after. Um, but the concept of like the mezuzah is like inscribe on the doorpost of your house um, the shema, um, and that is like wearing the shema on your body is like just another like display of commitment to like your religion I mean I think just being like wearing the Jewish nameplate or like wearing a star of David is like just another way to show your commitment and like dedication to the ongoing relationship that you have with Judaism um my Shema ring so my parents are actually in the recording studio right now um and my Shema ring I bought when I went to Israel on my 10th grade confirmation trip and then since that, w- I was like, okay, I'm in 10th grade. I'm going to start wearing rings on my fingers every <laughs> single day. Um, and I went to school like a few weeks after and I took my rings off to wash my hands and left the ring in the bathroom and I lost it. And my dad travels to Israel very regularly um, with my synagogue and on various trips that he coordinates and I was like dad I need you to go to the street that I bought the (laughs) ring on and buy the exact same ring that I got um and him and my cousin who was on the trip with him um and one of the other chaperones found the exact same ring that I had bought the year prior um so not only is it the Shema and like it's you know a constant reminder of my faith but it's also like a constant reminder of like the dedication of like the Jewish community and my family around me to like also you know provide me with the help to have a constant reminder of my faith. I have a really similar story to that. <laughs> I was, I was <laughs> at the beach and I was wearing my Shema ring and my friend throws me into the ocean and my Shema ring's gone. <laughs> so then one of my very close friends go to Israel over the summer and I'm like, listen, like you don't need to get me the same ring, but I just need a Shema ring. She brings me home, like beautiful Shema ring. Um, I'm with some friends. It just breaks in half. Oh, no. <laughs> so I'm having some bad luck with my Shema rings, but I do need to go and get another because I love having one. <laughs> At the March for Israel, which BBYO took a lot of teens to, so I went with BBYO. And while we were there, we're all singing along. Like Matis Yahoo was there, and he has his one song, One Day, which is like such a Jewish sleepaway camp song. So we're all like jamming. I look down, and my ring is gone. And, I, and I'm like, I'm about to start crying. I'm like, guys, I just lost my Shema ring. This is such bad luck. And the woman standing next to me turned 
records and goes, I make those. Give me your address. I'll send you one. She sends, she's from Israel and she came to DC to see her family for the march. And she sent me a ring. And now oh, I have a new so one. Cute. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That's unreal. That's an amazing she was like, story. She, she makes them in Israel and she sent That's me and awesome. it was like the exact one that I had. Wow. I mean, yeah. but it's just like a yeah. show of the community, how we're like all like supporting each other. We look out for each yeah, other for totally sure. For sure. Yeah. Like, go ahead. Okay. I was going to say there is something I think really special and profound about wearing the Shema on your like body because the Shema is what is in the tefillin that we wrap. Yeah. Um, and obviously we wrap tefillin on special occasions or holidays, but wearing jewelry with a shema on it means we get to have it with us at all times. It's also helped me, like, I mean, as uh, an Orthodox Jewish woman, it's helped me, like, feel a lot more connected um, and, like, being able to have something Jewish on my body, like, because I don't, I don't wear a kippah or I don't wear, like, tzitzit. So having something like that, even if it's just, like, a piece of jewelry, has been really meaningful for me. I think um, one of you said, like, wearing jewelry is, like, uh, like covering your body, like, in the Jewish ritual. I think at BBYO International Convention, we are surrounded by design and artwork that, like, also wraps us in the Torah. Um, and we talked about this a little bit last year, um, about how all of the quotes on the walls, like, they're Jewish sayings, it's Jewish ritual, it's, you know... We're at a Jewish event, obviously everything here is Jewish, but I think a lot of times, you know, when we're just hanging out with our friends, it can feel like we're just vibing. Um, there are lots of different posters. One of my favorites um, says, the youth are the builders. Um, and I just think that's really special that that is something that's in the Torah. I'd love to hear a little bit from you guys about how it feels to be in a Jewish environment that is like so at the same time explicitly Jewish and also also sometimes just feels like we're hanging out. Um, I love that BBYO gives us a setting that you know you can look around and see your friend's face and on top of it is words from the Torah. I think that that's awesome. And I also love that I could just be hanging out and I could be in a Jewish space and it's not so in your face that you're in a Jewish space. So it's that nice in between that BBYO really gives us. There was one poster that's something along the lines of as iron sharpens iron, um, I, I feel like something about that line. I know I've heard it before in a BBYO setting. So when I look at it, like it brings me back to like my time at my summer programs and things like that. So I think that Torah also just shows us like it moves with you. It doesn't just stop like it continues on wherever you go. Yeah, I mean, going off of what Madison said, like, with the whole seeing your friends' faces, like, there's this poster with a ton of my friends from um, international leadership training uh, camp this summer with a ton of my friends' faces on it, and above it, it says, like, which is, like, or love your neighbor like yourself. And, yeah, I mean, just being in an environment that not only has that Jewish connection but also the community aspect with people that you know is just so meaningful because it doesn't feel far off. And I think that that's something they do a really good job of. Sometimes Torah can feel really far off. It was written so long ago, and not everybody has a connection to it, but having it with somebody's face who you've seen before is really amazing. For sure, and going off of that, um, I was just thinking a lot of the words that are from Torah that are around the convention are about leadership and teen leadership more specifically and I think it's really powerful that the Torah wants for teen leadership and like the Jewish community almost thrives off of it something that we talk about a lot is experiential Jewish education um 
which is what we like to think Hot Girl Torah is a part of. Um, and so, like you said about bringing Torah to people, um, what do you guys think are some of the ways that BBYO meets people where they're at um, in order to bring them closer to Judaism? Yeah, I mean, I think something that a lot of youth programs struggle with, Jewish and non-Jewish, is just trying to um, uh, teach the teens the way that they're gonna, the same way that they're teaching the adults. And I think that's something BBYO does a really good job of, is um, teaching us in a way that we respond well to. So, for instance, um, like the principles of BBYO, like the Menorah Pledge principles, which are like the the guide the the guidelines kind of for um, the B'nai B'rith girls, which is what Madison, the movement that Madison and I are a part of, are all very based in like Torah. But I mean, they have them all in English and all of them make a lot of sense to you as you're reading them. So it doesn't, it's not like some far off Hebrew term that we haven't heard of. Um, and even just the fact that like the positions on like leadership are all Hebrew words is so awesome because we can talk about them in English and we all kind of know what they mean, but we have those Hebrew words and we have that even just that small bit of connection. I think that one thing that BBYO does really nicely is bringing rabbis to you who can have a conversation with you at your level. So earlier this year, Table Talk interviewed Rabbi Mayer and Rabbi Jeff, who are two rabbis living in Israel. And I've spoken to both of them many of times, and when I do have conversations with them about like Jewish stories and tellings, they're able to come to my level of my knowledge and then give me some more knowledge so I'm more educated. And I think that that is a really great way to start understanding Torah is just having those conversations. And the fact that leadership is such like an integral part of BBYO makes it so much more um, enjoyable for teens because we really get to be a part of everything that's being done and we don't feel like things are being forced on us and that has helped me connect I know that's helped a lot of other people connect because when you're the one who's kind of doing the connecting with the Torah principles it's much easier to understand them rather than having them just talked at you I think something that BBYO does really well um, and that we, you know, we work towards doing is providing you guys the opportunity to lead your own journey. Um, you know, Judaism is so personalized and this is really, you know, EK and I's entire thing is that your Jewish lifestyle is your Jewish lifestyle and your the way that you interact with BBYO is really up to you um, and, you know, as much or as little as you want to explore and BBYO provides you all of the opportunities to lead and do those on your own. So we give you the opportunity to plan the programs, lead the board, lead the chapter, um, teach Judaism in a way to your chapter that makes sense to those who are in your community um, and we give you the resources to do it in whatever way is most comfortable for you. I mean, jumping off of that, I know BBYO has like I don't know what it's called, but there's an award that recognizes chapters that do a very good job of like connecting to Judaism. Mm -hmm. And then it, it has kind of those chapters mentor um, other chapters. Like, so for instance, my chapter is based in DC and we recently got that award, I think a couple of years back for our connection to Judaism. And as a part of that, we actually worked with a chapter in, I want to say Minnesota, I think, um, to just work on helping do small things that connect. And that was so fun because instead of us just talking to somebody who's way older than us, like somebody who has a, like who's working for BBYO full-time, we were talking to other teenagers and just having a good time, and that was awesome. 
Bye from Hot Girls Horror and Table Talk with BBYO Insider. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.